right, y'all. You know what time it is. Cold Heat episode four. It's your man, Triple J. Big guys in the building. This week, we are reviewing Payback 2015, live from Baltimore, Maryland. The Chicken Box, uh, affectionately known to by us, but uh, Royal Farms Arena. Um, and this is actually the third annual Payback event. And the theme song for this event is Friction by Imagine Dragons and Payback by, get this, Juicy J, Kevin Gates, and Future. I'd have never expected to hear that line. I don't remember this one. Hmm? Nah, not at all. All right, this one's sponsored by, shout out to Fandom for the intel here. This one's sponsored by Mountain Dew Kickstart. And, uh, yep, May 17th, 2015. Attendance was roughly 10,000. I do not think that would have been a sold-out house in uh, Baltimore. Then. What do you think? I don't know. What can they fit, like, 12 to 14? It's definitely not a sellout, but they can't oh, fit much uh, more. Let me fact check it real quick. Uh, while I'm doing that, why don't you give me some of your uh, your impressions going in? Like, how did how did you feel about the event going into it? I was not excited at all. I know last time we talked and we gave a match rundown and everything was damn near rematches of shit that I didn't like in the last show. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so I was not looking forward to this, not one little bit, um, with the exception of the three-way. I mean, I'm sorry, the, the two out of three falls tag team match and then the, uh, yeah. the four, fatal four-way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Royal Farms uh, maximum capacity is 14,000. Now, the only thing I could think that would uh, mess up the attendance numbers is the how they structured the ring and the entrance and all that stuff. Right. You know what I mean? That, yeah. 10,000 could have been a sellout there at that point. Because you got a whole side of the arena that ain't got no, no uh, tickets being yeah. able to be sold for it. Because of the hard cam? Yeah. Well, the hard came and then like the entrance. Well, shout out to Baltimore. This is definitely a hot crowd, regardless of how craptacular the show was. The crowd was definitely hot for this one. I feel like we always bring the heat. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. It was a couple of shows uh, recently. Nah, it wasn't really feeling it, bro. Let's get into this show. Uh, on the pre-show, we had R-Truth defeating Stardust in about six minutes and 40 seconds. I didn't watch the pre-show, so don't we're not going through these and we're not giving these cube ratings. And then um also the Ascension. Shout out to those guys wherever you are in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> the Ascension defeated the Meta Powers, which is Macho Mandau and Axelmania, in about three minutes. And then we get into the main show, baby. So kicking off. Of course, my least favorite announced team of all time of Michael Cole, JBL, and the King, Jerry Pervert. And we are going to kick this one off with Ziggle Wiggles versus Sheamus. And this is just a regular match, right? This was a regular, uh, just a rematch. All right, coming hot off the Kiss Me Arse match. <clears throat> How do you go from a gimmick match to a, a straight <laughs> match? <laughs> call that Vince McMahon booking right there, sir. Ridiculous. All right, so let's get into this shit. Shout out to the Spanish announce table, always holding things down. I don't know what made me take that note, but shout out to them guys. Um, because so because the, the announce team that we had in English is so terrible, we got to look somewhere else for it. Hopefully, this is their last show. I don't know though. I don't remember. No, nah, man. I think we're gonna get this for at least the rest of the year. Wonderful. Yeah. 
Sheamus with some uh, offense early, a couple smacks, a couple slaps. Um, Ziggler with a little bit of fire on the return, action on the outside. Dolph with the top rope crossbody for two back inside the ring. Sheamus starts to heal up with the elbow to the knee. I thought that was a cool little spot there. Dolph did a count out spot, so eight selling it. At the end of the day, it's still an elbow to the knee. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I thought the spot was uh, crafty, if you will. But at the end of the day, it's still an elbow to the knee. Did Was that before he started working the knee in, in earnest? That was the first thing that happened? Yeah, that was that's, that's okay. what opened up the knee. That's the story of the match, I guess. Yeah, uh, needed something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back in the ring here, Sheamus with his best version of some mud hole stomps into a suplex. And we get the infamous reverse chin lock. First rest hold of the match, baby. So you know this is going over 10 off top. For no reason. All right. And um, why does uh, Dolph Ziggler's shorts have pocket patches on the back? Did you notice that? Yeah. Super unhappy smiley face for that one, man. And so he looks like he's got hot pants on. Hot pants? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, what's up with the whole, like, do you think, Ziggler was cognizant of the Shawn Michael like comparison, so he kind of like leaned into that shit with all the pink and all the black and all the hearts and shit. I think he had to, cause not and not just even like his attire and 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 all of that. Like his selling was like Shawn Michaels level selling too. True. He was just trying to switch to Shawn, but he definitely is a Shawn clone. Yeah, shout out to the Spirit Squad. We know where you really came from, dog. Right. All right, so we get more mud hole stomps from the Shamers. Are you not entertained for no pop? Second rest hold of the match, another sad face. Ziggler with a jawbreaker here into a sidestep post for uh, Ziggler. Big right hands from Ziggler. Four, count them, four forearms into a drop kick in the corner for Ziggler. Jumping, t- jumping DDT for a two count. Uh, corner strikes. Sheamus is selling his ass off. Ziggler pulls out his ass and shoves it in Sheamus's face. For the payback. Again, uh, like I said last week, this I, I would have been appalled if my daughter was at this show. All right. <clears throat> Compared so, to the shows we went to back in the day, though? <laughs> we're not talking about us, though. <laughs> All right, Seamus on the outside, gets a drink of water. Back inside, Iris with Ziggler, ducks a broke kick into a zigzag, one-two near fall. Didn't quite hook the leg, quote-unquote JBL there. Good selling from both top rope corner punches from Dolph. Seamus reverses into a sit-out powerbomb, one-two near fall. Crowd is getting hot for this one. I can tell by the let's go Ziggler chance. Did you think going into this match that the crowd would actually be into it the way they got into it? Not on the rewatch, but thinking back then, I can see why I was. I was super hot for Dolph back then. No Frank Ocean. All right, we get a running power slam by Seamus for a near fall. White noise into a clover leaf. Ziggler powers to the ropes for a big pop. Seamus is healing up on him. Headbutt into a super kick for Ziggler. One, two, near fall. Ziggler comes up bloody. Did he blade or was that hard way? What do you think? I, I couldn't tell, and I didn't rewatch it, but... Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess it was hard way because there was no reason for him to bleed. True. You know, um, there were no stakes in this match for him to, to take that that uh, 
blade jab, I, I would say. But <laughs> yeah, hold up, could you see a scenario where Ziggler, since he's like he's got the curtain jerker, and he really wants to make a good impression, so he just takes it upon himself to blade and shit. Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like he'd have sold it more though. True that. True that. All right. And he definitely would have got it like all in his hair and shit. Oh, yeah. All right. So, you know, it's real when the ref throws on the gloves here. Seamus calling out for the broad kick by beating on his chest like Kevin Garnett in game six of the NBA finals. You feel me? Uh, broad kick connects one, two, three. Seamus wins. Dolph gets a half a standing ovation on the way out. How do you feel about this one, big guy? I gave it two and a half. It was slow. It was boring. It was one out of ten, right? Out of ten. Damn. Yeah. It was boring. It was slow. I didn't see the need for the match. It was pointless storyline wise. Like if you wanted to, they shouldn't have had the angle not finish itself at the last pay per view in a gimmick match. It was an issue that they got with this company right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was trash. You know, yeah, they, they both were decent performers, so it wasn't un, totally unwatchable, but it was totally useless. I gave him a five point five. Yeah. Oh, damn, you generous today, huh? Yeah, I thought they were working out there, man. They went uh, 12 minutes out that bitch, bro. I mean, Dolph always going to work. Seamus always going to work, too. Yeah, he's going to work Seamus style. He's he's one of the big guys in there. Is Dolph one of the top guys that doing the two-and-a-half kickout? There was a couple of them I was watching in there. I'm like, ooh, that was close, brother. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> Definitely an expert seller, yo. He's like He's a motherfucker that should be and uh nxt training i could see that you know what i'm saying instead of matt yeah. bloom or hugh, hugh morris like why are like what whatever though i could definitely see that so my man also had a beautiful crossbody early in the match too you like that spot was that your favorite spot of the match uh yeah other than when it was over yeah all right man so after this we get uh corporate kane in the back with big grin rollins if Seth doesn't win, Kane is out as the due director of operations. How tall is Kane? Because him and Rollins are almost eye to eye on this shit, man. I feel like Kane's probably like six five, six six, <laughs> six seven, something like that. Hold on, I'm gonna fact check that right quick. I bet yo said six seven. Nah, because Seth is only Seth has got to be at every bit of like six four, six three. Man. I think he's like six three. Yeah. The uh, the mayor. Well, it's giving me his build height. Mm-hmm. Seven foot with the boot lifts. No way. There's no chance in hell that man is seven foot. No, he's definitely not. His Undertaker know. ain't even seven feet. It's saying he is. Kane has stated in multiple interviews. This is according to GameSpot. Mm-hmm. Wrestler's real height. Kane has stated in multiple interviews that he is not seven foot or even close to it. With normal shoes, he could be six nine and a half with lifts six eleven. Okay. So he's, he's he's got height. It's a six nine and a half. <laughs> Boy, you better keep kayfabe on him. Six nine and a half, six eleven. You know, ah, uh, fam, kayfabe, yo. You every bit of seven. You seven foot big red machine, bro. What are you doing? I like to see him stand up with um with uh Brian. What's Brian like? Six nine, six ten. He's probably like that height. Yeah, I think LeBron is legit, legit like six eight. No, not LeBron. Brian Strowman. Oh, Brian Strowman. Oh, because yeah. he's not seven foot either, right? Nah, I don't even think they built him as seven foot though. Do they? I don't. Because that motherfucker is like the rock size. Yo, K-Fabe is so dead. 
Is that a shit? All right, moving on, yo. New Day Tyson Kidd Cesaro with Natalia's tits. Uh, this is the one we were looking forward to right here. All right. Yes, we got some uh, Woods Halen here. And uh, what better place than the city of Baltimore to, to preach the power of positivity, P.O.P., holding it down? You remember when that was a thing? I loved it. I thought they were so good at being those uh, those hills that didn't know they were hills. And then we get some big heel heat here with Adam Jones of the uh, Baltimore Baltimore Orioles in the audience here. Um, World Series 32 year drought burn, big heel heat. Mm -hmm. And then we get a big pop for uh, Cesaro sirens. And can you please explain to me why Tyson Kidd has on headphones? He said has on headphones. Yes. I feel like they both used to rock them. I think Cesaro used to come out with them like around his neck and uh, Homeboy used to wear them out. But they I don't know. This is, is this, hold on, 2015, is that pre-Bluetooth or what? That's not pre-Bluetooth, but it's pre-Bluetooth headphones. They ain't got no wires, bro. That's the, they got the granddad uh, Bluetooth, I feel like, you know. Anyway, shout out to the purple and black gear. Um, Sugar Daddy. <laughs> Kofi and E this match. And again, this is a two out of three falls match here. Did you have any expectations going into this one? I thought it was going to be good. You got good workers on both sides. Um, you know, for all, the, for all of the shade I'll be throwing at Cesaro, he, he's got a lot of energy and he is entertaining to watch. He's just mm -hmm. not my man. Um, Tyson, I, uh, I like more and more every time I see him. And, I, and I'm so pissed off I didn't get the appreciation for him back when he was actually wrestling, but he impresses me more and more every time I, I rewatch it. And then New Day, you know what you're going to get there, you know? Well, I think the crowd felt the same way you did about Tyson Kidd because we, def we definitely get a uh, Tyson Kidd chant early on in this match. So we get Kidd and Kofi to start off. Kidd with the roll up into a headlock. Cesaro uh, blind tags in. Kidd with the elbow. Cesaro with the clothesline. Nice little combo move there for one and a half count. So you get Kofi uh, rocking out of these um, kickouts here. Big E tags in Cesaro off the ropes. Big E jumps to the same power slam spot they did from the last match for a no count. I'm cool with bringing back spots from the last match, but I feel like in the two out of three falls match with the time y'all had, you definitely could have threw in another spot as opposed to the callback from last pay-per-view. Do you agree? Uh, somewhat, somewhat. You got a long match you coming up with. Mm -hmm. um, I, no, you're right. They, they didn't wrestle each other a few times at this point. They should have been able to come up with something different. Or that's like, that's a, that's kind of a big spot. Like if you're going to do that, I would have saved it for the third fall. Save it for a fall in general. Like this wasn't for a fall, right? It was just no, it was no count. No count. Right. Save it for a fall or don't do it. All right, so we get a press by Big E on Cesaro here. Woods, of course, doing some great heel work on the outside. Kofi tags in, holding vertical suplex by Cesaro on a uh, Kofi for a two count. Very, very impressive move there. Um, tag the Tyson Kidd, big swing into the drop kick spot for the first fall of the match. And uh, Tyson Kidd is kicking ass and taking names. He can't hear him, though, because of his headphones. Um, Woods starts screaming out free bird rule. Now, was this, is this something that the New Day 
brought back or is this something that all the three man teams could have done a la like legacy evolution whatever whatever i believe it was something that new day brought back because you okay. never really even heard them talk about it before until new day mm-hmm. was out here putting and i think this might have been the first time that they actually bought it up so it kind of makes me wonder like is that something woods just threw in mm-hmm. at that point or was this something that was playing? Because if you remember later on in their run, they were switching out who would be defending the titles and everything, yeah. which is something that later on in, in the New Day's career, they stopped kind of doing mm-hmm. when they were champs and they just had their two champions and then they won single. We getting a uh, big heat on Woods here. Kid does a plancha to the outside. Biggie catches him for a belly to belly. Very impressive spot here. Unicorn stampede in the corner to Kid. Woods is healing up again. New Day getting heat on Tyson here. Biggie tags in, bear hug, big splash. Cesaro with the save. Biggie, spirit of Cesaro, gets a mild holy shit chant. Kofi in for a kick to the kidney, a kick for a two count. Uh, we get uh, this segment of the match, we get one, this is awesome, another Tyson Kid chant, and three New Day sucks chant. Kid drop kick to Kofi from the top, goes for a tag. Cesaro is down. Biggie catches kid, tag the Kofi, top rope. Um, what do they call that move? I don't remember. I was trying to think about that when I was watching it, and they didn't have a name for it at that point. Okay. So it's not like they said it. All right, um, well, one, two, three, New Day ties. Oh, I think they call it up, up, down, down, don't they? Nah, because Woods would have to be in for that, right? I would think, but they, it's the same move when he does it. Nah, who cares? They get to fall anyway. So into uh, the third and final fall here. We get Biggie with the belly, belly to belly to kid. Um, Cesaro gets the hot tag, belly to belly to Kofi, uppercuts to Kofi, goes for a uh, suplex on Biggie, but blows the spot, just tosses him out of the ring instead. Um, super uppercut for a near fall by Cesaro, blind tag to kid, springboard elbow for two, very impressive spring, springboard there. Into a sharpshooter, Kofi gets to the rope, Cesaro throws E over the announce table. Um, tag team scramble here. <laughs> then Woods enters the match, rolls up Cesaro for the one, two, three. And at the end, my uh, takeaway is so do all black people look alike or what the fuck was this? Only if they got long hair. Because my man is, is way more diesel than, than Kofi. And he's so, mad shorter than Kofi. And he's mad shorter. And he didn't have dreads. He just had... The Afro Puff. I give it six and a half, seven, seven cubes. Ooh. It was very entertaining, I thought. Um, I like the introduction of the Freebird rules back into the wrestling world. And But that's not really um, the Freebird rule because the referee thought it was Kofi, right? Yeah. I do kind of wish that they had let Woods into the match for that second fall. Mm-hmm. But um, him sliding in there, doing, we'll call it the Bella rules. Him sliding in there and, and getting the the pin. Um, what do they call it? Twin magic. Some bullshit like that. I thought I thought Cesaro had a money ass hot tag yeah. after that second fall. He was in there throwing them elbows like nonstop. Um, my man really is like the Energizer Bunny and just keeps going until he's done. Um, my biggest takeaway from this match, as with all Big E matches, is I need this dude to stop doing that spear to the outside. Yeah. I I was watching recently on SmackDown, my man's leg cut, and I feel like he head dove into the floor. Oh, my God. He's still I'm doing like, it. This, 
He's got to stop. Yeah. It was a match with Sheamus, uh, coincidentally. Imagine that. Right. All right, I get this one five and a half stars. So did this uh, fulfill your expectations or were you disappointed? No, I definitely fulfilled my expectations. Might have exceeded them a little bit. Uh, I would say met expectations, but didn't exceed. Like if it was a if it was a straight up uh, one fall match, it probably wouldn't have. But I thought it was very good for a, a two out of three falls match, which I hate. Well, I would have preferred to have seen like a straight up match, but the hook for the match is like midway through, Kofi fakes the injury. That's what allows Woods to get in the match. And then somehow, and it's the same finish, but instead of Woods, it's Kofi that rolls him up. And the referee mm-hmm. thinks it was Woods, and Kofi was never really hurt. I could see that. Yeah, man. Just booking the town over here, nothing major. I want to see them uh, do the same spot with E instead. <laughs> <laughs> But they don't get it off, though. The ref just looking at him like, <laughs> what are you doing? All right. You know, so we get a uh, your favorite superstar in the back, Ryback. Uh, sounds like a robot here. Looks like a robot. That guy is terrible. Terrible. In what, in He's got way? in all ways. Like, we'll get to the match. He did sound mad robotic when he talked. Um, Byron Saxton is just standing there and he's like staring off into the distance while he's talking to Saxton. I'm like, what are you looking at? Like for a moment, I was like, is, is Byron Saxton right there? And then they panned out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you're looking at nothing. What are you, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just don't like the guy. All right. Well, up next, baby, Ryback versus Bray Wyatt. He needed Gordon. to be afraid of Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And this has no stakes at all. New face appear, Bray Wyatt out to a face pop, of course. Ryback comes out to pyro and booze. Uh, we get some. <laughs> I'm sorry, I popped myself with that one. All right, Ryback offense early, which means shoulders in the corner. <laughs> oh, the worst. Let me let me tell you what my first note was for this match. All right, Ryback is terrible. <laughs> like this, this was. Awful. All right. Who was the heel? Uh, exactly. All right. Um, we get a <laughs> we get a stone cold thing pressed by the by the Baxter, and then uh, a little bit of action on the outside here. Wyatt with the body splash off the reverse Irish whip. That uh, Bray Wyatt body splash is so fucking nasty, yo. Yeah. Now we say who's the heel here. But Baltimore doesn't know either because we get uh, one let's go right back and one let's go wide. We get a dueling chance here. Not very many feed me more chance other than the very beginning. Now. <laughs> this motherfucker's finisher is a goddamn Samoan drop. <laughs> yeah. Corkscrew. <laughs> <laughs> the shell shock. <laughs> and banging his head. Yo, get this guy out of here. Oh. I shouldn't have hit that blunt for this match, bro. Oh my god! All right, so uh, we get Wilding with some, uh, we get Wild with some heel heat here, and then uh, first rush hold of the match, standing power slam by the Baxter for a one count. Ryback then posts himself, Bray with a weak ass DDT to the apron, which was so sloppy. I hope he never attempts to do that shit again. Splash to the floor for Bray. Ryback back in off the nine count. You know the Baxter had to do it. 
corner offense by Bray into a running power bomb by the Baxter power slam for a near fall. Wyatt suckers him in on the outside for on the outside for a big clothesline. Now I kind of like this spot, and I think it was Cole that pointed it out. While uh, Bray is selling, he's like looking underneath the uh, in between his legs, but he's like bent over. No Frank Ocean, you get me? Mm-hmm. So his ride back is approaching. He just turns around and clotheslines the shit out of him. Then we get Wyatt with that throw and suplex here. I know I got bored because I started doodling on my paper. <laughs> Do you have anything for me? All right. The the what you call it, the splash to the outside I had down is a centon. Yeah. As an ugly centon, because my man just flopped on his on his stomach. <laughs> yeah. And um you know, it was Yo, I think it was designed. These two had no chemistry. Zero. I gave it one cue. Um, I think it was designed to give Bray a win in the pay-per-view, which he wasn't getting in these in this day. Um, and I remember they they showed Bray at, towards the end, and he had like some I don't know snot or spittle Ooh. in his mustache, and like you could audibly hear somebody on the broadcast like gag <laughs> when they showed. <laughs> Yeah. All right, come on, man. Let's bring it home, yo. Uh, ride back, bust that spine for a two count. Superplex tease here. Then ride back uh, with a splash from the top that he totally botched for a near fall. Sister Abigail into a show shock fake out. Somehow the turnbuckle cover comes off to expose the steel. Wyatt shoves ride back ribs into the corner. Sister Abigail for the one, two, and three. He gives it one. I give it two. Fuck this match, man. Uh, we get one wise sucks. However, one let's go wide. They were saying collision a lot on the table, too. And I was like, is collision the word of the night? Dude, let's just let's just keep it rolling so we can get through this next fucking match, bro. Fucking do, we, do we even have to do this next? Yes, one? yo. Cena Rusev, I quit US title. The first note I have, fuck me. Six. Unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this rivalry, bro. If I pull up the next pay per view, and this match is on the card, we're skipping that fucking match. I'm not doing this match again, yo. If I ever see these two in the ring again for the rest of our 2015 reviews, I will throw myself into a fucking wall. Fuck Cena Rusev rivalry. But let's get through it. Yeah. Cena walks like a, a 50-year-old um, office manager. I don't know why, but um and this is and when I'm in know- trouble. Yeah, this is when I noticed in the bottom right hand corner we get a young bearded up Conrad Thompson. Shout out to Conrad, man. Oh, you noticed him this early. Yeah. This I didn't notice him until the main event. Really? Yeah. I got him early. And uh, I think the cover for this show comes from this match because there is one segment in this match I do love, but I'm going to power through this shit if you want to butt in at any time. Nah, man, let's just get this shit over with. All right, so strikes from the top here. Big splash by Rusev in the corner. Rusev gets pissed by the We Want Lana chance, so he sits her down next to commentary, and I said, thank you for the leg shot. And... He's like, he's like sitting her down, but I'm like, dude, of all the people that sit her next to you, you sit her next to the fucking perverted king. Anyway, um, let's go Cena. Cena sucks chance. 
Rusev uh, literally heals on his back by on his back by walking on him. Nice vertical um, drop kick by Rusev. He has a nice um, vertical leap, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another one, DJ Khaled voice. Rusev calls for the flag, waves it around. You get some USA chants, even though he's from Bulgaria. Two tackles by seeing a five knuckle shuffle to Rusev's left shoulder. You figure that one out. Uh, Rusev back on offense after a fall away slam. Seeing a shoulder person to the steps, Rusev goes to the ref, and we get my favorite part of I quit matches. Ask him. Um, commentary definitely sucks for this match. So much wasted time in this one. Uh, Rusev slaps him. Um, with the steps, set up in the corner, throws him back first into him, weak back drop onto the step spot, hits a deep six on the steps for a for a no. Like every time the rev has seen her, he's just so like, no. Like no. there's no, there's no agony, nothing. Um, reversal, AA on the steps, ref, do you want to quit? No. Cena has the steps, throws him over the ropes, missing Rusev by a mile. Cena gets the mic. If you don't give up, I'm going to put you through this wall right now. Then he does it. Um, we get a slight ECW <laughs> chant. <laughs> Cena gets some sort of rollable case. Um, Rusev then, like, does a jump over a shoeless super kick. Um, they start fighting in the crowd. We get a botch Alabama slam here. Then Cena gets pissed and sets up the table by himself. Uh, goes for an AA. Rusev hits him with the monitor. Then uh, he hits Rusev with the monitor. Then Rusev is selling his ass off. That's where I got the cover from this match because his face is fucking priceless. Um, they set up the table on the redo. Alabama slam. Weak as fuck through the table. Um, somehow Cena's bleeding from the air. You figure that one out. Back and forth bullshit. Cena sets up a rail on the apron. We know where this one's going. Rusev suplexes Cena through it. Um, Cena's still not quitting because you know it's Cena. Uh, Rusev locks in the accolade. Cena tries to power out. Rusev assumes the match is over because Cena passed out, even though it's an I quit match. Uh, right. <laughs> Rusev then exposes the turnbuckle, then proceeds to take the buckle off of the post, wakes up Cena by throwing a bottle of room temperature water on him. Rusev, <laughs> Rusev then is going to hit him with the buckle. Cena steps through with the STF with the ring ropes. Ref asks him, uh, Rusev is talking a whole bunch of Bulgarian slash Russian. Um, Lana gives up for him. One cube. Fuck this match. I gave it six. You gave it six cubes, yo. Yeah. I think I might want to amend that to like a five, but like. This shit went 30 minutes, bro. Jesus. It took me two days to watch this. So it wasn't bad as far as Aquit matches go. Um, no, sir. It, this was the worst one ever. I think Aquit matches are pointless in general because nobody ever quits during them. It's always some hokey shit to end it or somebody else quitting for you. Or they never say I quit. They just be like, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Or you get the the fake out like they did to uh, to Mick Foley. Yo, that was awesome though. Yeah, that was. Damn, son, I wasn't um, in that year. So now I'm thinking about it. We're definitely getting another one of these at the next pay per view because fuck you, yo. 
because this was a no finish. This was a this was well, this was a disputed finish. You would think that this would be the end because this is their third one. If I look on that goddamn card and that matches on that side. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we get a new day segment in the back with Brian, no talent, Saxton. Um, that's when they announced the first ever tag team chamber. So uh, up next, we get Bella's versus um, Tamina and Naomi. You can look, but you can't touch. Early offense by Naomi. Nikki botches a reverse springboard kick, which was ugly as fuck. Tag team by the Bella's here. Why is this match even on the fucking card? Three mode sucks. Why are the Bella's faces? Did you notice King is quiet as fuck until the bitches come out? You ever peep that? Mm-hmm. As soon as the chicks come out, he's all in it. Heels healing. Lukewarm tag to uh, Big Titty Bella. Stuff happens. Naomi rolls up Nikki for the win. One cube. I gave it a melted. I don't have any notes other than who won and that it's melted. Now, before the match came on, did you already know you weren't going to take notes for the match? No, I thought I was going to try to. Yeah. But then I was like, what is there to take notes of? It was probably that botch that did you in, because that was pretty early, too. They terrible, man. I can't stand the Bellas. I I go over this every episode, but yeah. Yeah, remote sucks. You can look what you can't touch. Uh, Rusev throws Lana out of his locker room in the back here. Then we get a Daniel Bryan retirement package. And out of nowhere, up next, we get uh, King Barrett versus Neville. Did you ever notice that my man is like the, the old school version of Ricochet? Where they, they basically replaced him with, with, with Ricochet? Absolutely, yeah. Um, he's so corny and green, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who would ever thought Neville would turn into uh, Pac? Like, right. was, was he doing that Pac shit overseas on the heel tip before he got here? I don't think he was hailing, but I think that was his, his name. He probably could not wait to turn heel after this shit, bro. Oh, yeah. He was All like right. a superhero, too, wasn't he? Who, Neville? Yeah. yeah. Remember they did that whole, that whole, um, it probably comes up later in the year. They did the whole beef with uh, Stardust. Oh, yes, yo, and the atomic waste ground or yeah. whatever. All right, so uh, early offense by Neville. Looking impressive in the early going here. I thought these two had pretty good chemistry for a big guy and a little guy. Um, Barrett gets the advantage. Heel offense here. Neville with some fire for a comeback. Impressive standing shooting star press. Nothing less than I expected. Say, hold uh, up. I got Neville. I got the opposite thing. Like, he looked good doing it, but mm-hmm. he completely missed. Did he really? Yeah. Okay, I might have been he, looking at that. He came down. down on him with, like, his, his arms. Oh, shit. All right. We'll scratch that. Uh, <laughs> Barrett back with a clo- uh, with an attack with a deep six for a two count. I thought it was cool that we saw the deep six here in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neville back on offense, sets up for a red arrow. Barrett rolls out of the ring. Uh, ne- Neville hits an impressive, like, kind of flip planted dive over the top rope floor. I thought it would have been dope if he landed on his feet, a la Ricochet, though. Uh, it looks like he shoot hurt his knee on that joint, though. What do you think? I thought so, too. Okay. Um, it might have been why he didn't land on his feet. Oh, good point. He, he hit and was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, the funny is, I'm in the middle of um, Lats fan right now. Yeah. And um, one of the funniest moments 
was when Nash came back to the WWE, like after the NWO stuff, he came back to like do a run in on a CM Punk match. Mm-hmm. And like the very next night on Raw, he's in a match and he pulls his quad and he just curls up on the ground like, ah, my quad. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Nash legs, you know. <laughs> Kevin Nash legs. You suck, bro. All right, so uh, yeah, so Neville rolls back into the ring. Looks like he's selling his knee here, but I don't see him really communicating to the ref. So uh, he's a hardcore. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm finishing this match." Uh, Barrett purposely gets counted out. Not sure if that was an audible or not. Barrett then returns to attack on the outside. Um, whole time, comrades just sipping some beer, looking cool. Never buy count out. I actually gave this one four and a half cubes. I gave it six and a half. Six and a half? Okay. I might have might have to scale up my cube ratings here, y'all. I feel like I'm being a dick. And you gave that first one a, a high rating. I was kind of that Dolph Sheamus a five. I like this one. Yo, honestly, this is my second favorite match on the card, probably behind the tag team match so far. You know what? I put it side by side with the tag team match, I think. I ain't mad at this, that. This was a good one. And I, I put on here six and a half before the before the no finish. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't like no finishes, but I do love seeing a hill walk off too. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting thought about it being possibly an audible too. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. And that way he can, like, they call it an audible for the count out, but uh, Barry can still get his uh, heat back, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought it was good. Like, Neville could work. Neville could work and do all the flippy stuff. I like these two together. I, um, I wouldn't be mad if they was on the next joint, to be honest with you. Let's replace, let's replace the next uh, Cena Rusev with a Neville and King Barrett match. Please, God. The newly crowned King Barrett. His boom shit was kind of greedy, though. I forgot all about that. My favorite show is when he get on the mic and be like, I got some bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he he's uh he's working the table on NXT now. Yes, yes, yes. I wonder how, how long before he's back in the ring. I don't know. Is there a place for him? He deserves a world title reign, bro. He should have one, but I'm happy with him being on the table, too. Yeah, I ain't As long as he's healing. What is their infatuation with um, English commentators? I don't know. I never watched British wrestling like that, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. Maybe they just know the action better than most Americans at this point. You ever notice one of the big differences with NXT commentators, and I miss tomorrow for this shit, mm-hmm. but one of the biggest thing between them and like main roster is like main roster, they don't call moves. They just True. say shit. And NXT, what a maneuver! Right, look at that maneuver. And then NXT, you got them actually being like, "Oh, look at this Topicon hero!" Hell yeah! Because <laughs> Vince brought yo. Because you gotta remember, Vince and they aired the whole time. He ain't looking that shit up. Oh, and Vince, if you don't that, know it, like I think Corey Graves be trying, but he just so into the format that he lost all of that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's lost all identity. You feel me? Yeah, that's so, a good point. And Vince definitely didn't used to call no moves when he was on the table. All right, so main event time here. Fatal four-way for the WWE Championship with a side stipulation that if Seth Rollins loses, Kane is out as the big dude. So we got Seth Rollins, Romain Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and Randy Orton here. 
Kane comes out first. Then we get Orton out to a big face pop. Dean out to a nice pop. Then uh, Vampire, Vampire Reigns, he's coming through the crowd here. Um, and then I thought Baltimore was about 50-50 for him. You know what I mean? Rain, I, I think that um, he was still fairly 50-50 at this point. People okay. hadn't completely turned on him yet. Okay. And then Seth out last, and I'm so happy Dean cut his hair because looking at his hair during this shit, bro, like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? That shit was stringier than my spaghetti. Like, and he tried to have a comb over and everything. <laughs> and he needs that beard too. Absolutely. I was looking at this match like, man, you's an ugly motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. So uh, action early. Orton and Seth wind up on the outside. Then we get a. High spot early for no reason. Ambrose uh, dives on them both. And this is the period where everybody did a fucking suicide dive. So uh, since it's no DQ, J&J are putting the fist of Orton and Ambrose. And then Roman sets up for a big dog dive over the top rope. Very impressive um, athleticism here from big dog. Mm-hmm. He's got a little bit of a uh undertaker look when he's going over the top too nah he had to he had to i, I peeped it he had to cup that left leg because if he didn't oh he was getting clipped <laughs> yeah. his, uh, all right so uh romaine isolates rollins offense here couple near falls ambrose off the top with the flying elbow while his opponent is standing i never understood that move and why like logically the person on defense like why would they catch you i would just move out the way right you know what I mean? That's all the Dean's offense, though. Pretty much. Uh, Dean and Randy trade fists in the corner. Lunatic, lunatic Larian fake out into a sloppy backbreaker by Orton here. Uh, Roman breaks up the near fall. Orton and who is this? Orton and Dean spill out over the top. So Seth attacks Roman from behind. Uh, Dean's facials at this stage of his career are the fucking worst, yo. I don't like. I'm, I'm tired of just looking at him at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, double tilt shield action on Seth here. Roman sets up for a Superman punch. Uh, Kane interferes. J and J attacks Orton, and Kane joins in. Rollins isolates Dean in the ring. Springboard knee by Rollins. They don't let him break that shit out anymore, do they? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, uh, I just keep thinking about seeing his nose on that fucking replay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you know, he did go through a stage where he was hurting everybody. He was, but it, but they were legit though. Like, I don't think that he wasn't, he was being unsafe. It was just shit happening. I, I don't even know. Like, it was kind of, it was kind of like he wasn't unsafe, but like motherfuckers couldn't keep up with him before that knee injury. True, true. I never thought about it like that. Definitely, definitely. All right, so um, then we also get a rare buckle bomb here for a near fall. Um, Kane comes in, chokeslams Dean for a near fall. Randy finally gets Kane. Uh, Roman drops Kane back on the inside here. See, uh, Orton with the T-bone to Seth for a near fall. I thought that was a pretty cool move for Randy. Uh, action on the outside. Randy with the back suplex, back suplex on the guardrail to Seth. Um, then Randy clears off some furniture here. Dean and Roman flip on Orton, however, and we get a shield reunion for a shield bomb on Randy Orton. Crowd pops huge. Excellent spot after the shield bomb here where all three men are celebrating. 
Seth has the super Seth big grin on, wants a fist bump from the fellas. Everybody's smiling. And then Dean and Roman, they faces turn up and they proceed to attack Seth. I thought that was a great heel spot for Seth there. Then they start to beat on Seth. So they go to clear off the Espanol announced table. Kane stops them. They powerbomb Kane on the Rollins, but it doesn't break. Baltimore chants one more time. They do it again. Table breaks. Then we get a redundant. This is awesome, Shane. I see you smiling over there. What's going on, man? Now that that spot where they tried to power bomb him and they couldn't get his big ass out of the first, <laughs> and then they just he flop him on the seven. <laughs> Yo, when Dean went to pick him up, I was like, "Wait a minute, is it just Dean?" <laughs> right. Dean <laughs> was like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute now." Little help, Roman. Yo, Kane had to try to jump into your arms. Yo. And then you see Kane holding on there like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right. So that leaves Roman and Dean here. We get another, this is awesome. Um, Roman and Dean enter the ring like they're going to have some sort of, like, you know, standoff here. And we get some strong style punches back and forth. Pick up sit-out powerbomb by Roman. I thought that was impressive. But this motherfucker smiles way too much to be in combat. Uh, Superman punch into a roll-up for Dean for two into a Superman punch that connects. Calls for the spear back and forth. Hits the spear. Rollins breaks up the count. J&J attack Roman again. Roman pounds on him. Inside, Dean and Seth go at it. Roman tries to pull Seth out. Seth kicks Roman away. Enters the ring to deliver an insecurity to Dean who bounces off for this fucking uh, lunatic larian to Roman who had just entered the ring. Dirty deeds to Seth. Kane breaks up the pin. Hits Dean with the steps, hits Roman with the steps, choke slams Roman on the steps. Orton breaks that up. Orton gets in the goddamn ring. Seth goes for a draping DDT. RKO to a J&J. Draping DDT by Randy. Pumps up the crowd. Calls for RKO. Kane jumps in. Hits it on Kane. Seth with the pedigree. One, two, three. Seven cubes. I'm out. This match was long as fuck. I gave it eight. Um, Gave it eight? I think this was the first time that Seth used the pedigree. Yeah, yeah. The way they called um, it, it definitely looked. And the spot right before that, when uh, Seth was coming off the top rope trying to do that cross spotting, and uh, Orton turned it into a power slam, I thought was pretty smooth. That was my spot of the match. Yeah, that was a good spot. That was a good spot. Uh, let's not forget about the – you know, this, this era of Roman Reigns was so fucking cheesy. Like mm-hmm. the the whole spot when him and Dean are about to get in the ring, he's like, "What do you say, loser buys the beers?" Oh, did he really say that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, no, he did. You made that up, <laughs> right before they get in the ring after they after they uh, look at each other and they're like, "All right, let's do this." I just need Roman Reigns that's going to kick ass and look like a badass. Like I, I like him now, even though like they kind of switch on him with having the managers. He's got this manager. And every once in a while, he's like, nah, Paul, I got this shit. I'm going to tell this motherfucker what time it is. Mm-hmm. And I like that shit. I think him and Paul is a great All right, man. So uh, what do you give this event as a whole, sir? Uh, give it a solid, like, five and a half. You had some matches that, that uh, bought it down really badly, mm-hmm. uh, weighed it down. Uh, but then you had some really good matches. I think my match of the night was probably the main event. Um, followed closely by the tag team match and the Neville and, and King Barrett match. I thought, well, fantastic matches and made the show overall enjoyable. 
All right, I agree with you. I'll give it a five, around the five, six, seven region. Um, I'm just tired of the Rusev Cena thing. That was a major down for me. I'm tired of the Ziggler Sheamus feud. However, I was very surprised by the match. Um, Ryback and Bray had no chemistry at all. Um, Wyatt, uh, Wyatt, I'm sorry, fucking Barrett and Neville in between the um, main event and that fucking I quit match was a good um, a good balance. You know what I'm saying? I, I forget what mm-hmm. they call that shit, but um, yeah, good way to cool down the crowd a little bit. I don't know why they keep putting these uh, chick matches on here. I hope they're not on the next pay-per-view. But um, let's get into let's get into a couple um, comments here. This is from cagematch.net. Shout out to them. Um, this show, this was a show that can that completely fell apart after Sheamus and Ziggler and the underrated tag team title match, which was better than the main event. The main event didn't salvage the rest of the card, and I find that particular match overrated and only remembered for one moment and one moment only, and that is the Shield Power Bombs. Completely disappointing after two hot payback shows. All right. Um, another one said the short Shield reunion was great, and the crowd literally exploded with the Power Bombs. Only the pedigree was really bad. He did kind of botch that pedigree, too. He was terrible at the pedigree. Yeah. Maybe if he wasn't banging his knee every goddamn night, that shit <laughs> wouldn't have popped on him. You ever think about that shit? Like, just right. really think about that shit. Like, you're taking, you're giving a move to somebody that never does any kind of move that has that kind of impact on his body, and you're putting it in his repertoire. You feel me? So well, he was that, also trying to buckle bomb Kane when he did that shit, too. I mean, yeah, all right. <laughs> and we see what kind of trouble Roman and Dean had with Kane. Yo, good point. Yo, good point. <laughs> all right, so uh, shout out to the the reviews. If anybody is following the show along with us, um, and we know that you are because we look at the rating, but um, send us um, your reviews of these shows at um, mdmalifestyle at gmail.com. I think we do have a cold heat email. I just don't remember what it is right now. Man. So uh, moving on to the next show here. It looks like it's going to be Elimination Chamber, my guy. This is going to be from Corpus Christi, Texas. Damn, only 7,000 people at this one. <laughs> All right, buddy. You ready for the card? Let's do it. We got Stardust versus Zack Ryder in a singles match. Why? We got the tag team elimination. <laughs> that probably is the pre-show. We got the tag team elimination chamber of New Day, the Ascension, Lucha Dragons, consisting of Kalisto and Sincara, Los Matadores, the Primetime Players, and Kid and Cesaro. And then we get a triple threat for the WWE Divas Championship, Nikki Bella versus Naomi and Paige. That could be decent. You're going to smile at this one. John Cena versus Kevin Owens. Oh, shit. So this is the start of their thing, huh? Yes. We got Neville versus Bo Dallas. Then we also have another elimination chamber for the vacant Intercontinental Championship. 
that is going to be Ziggler versus King Barrett versus Mark Henry versus R-Truth versus Sheamus versus the Baxter. You said this was for what championship? Intercontinental. Who had it? It's Bacon. Daniel Bryan had it, and then he retired. Oh, right, yeah. Right. That match sounds awful. That's a ladder match? That is an elimination chamber, and that's the longest match on the card. That's just probably trash. And then in the main event, you have Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Straight up? Yep. It's funny. I'm thinking back now, and I think the only match I kind of remember is the, the tag team elimination chamber match. At least it's uh, not. I don't. Match. I don't remember that one because it has PTP in it. I think that threw me off, but I do remember that match from this this pay per view. I don't remember the Seth and Dean. I don't remember the Intercontinental uh, Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. But look, if you got a gimmick pay per view, and you only doing two of those gimmick matches, mm-hmm. shouldn't one of them close? Absolutely, bro. If it's a gimmick pay-per-view, your main title should be defended in the gimmick match. Unless you just have a super hot rivalry. I think they did at this point. So I can understand why it wasn't a three-way. I can see why they didn't inject Roman in there again. No, um, the chamber the chamber should have been Dean, Seth, Randy, Kane. Um, J&J. No. <laughs> we need two more people. Bray Wyatt isn't on this card. Bray Wyatt wasn't getting no wins back in this time. He just beat Ryback. That's why they threw him Ryback. They were like, all right, nobody cares about him, so you can beat him. Anybody else, they were like, you got to put this person over. Yeah, but spoiler. All right, never mind. I don't want to spoil it for next week. Yeah, don't spoil it. I want to watch this and be disappointed (laughs) all over again. No, I think this one has some potential, yo. It definitely, on it's paper, a, it looks way better than fucking Payback. 100%. Corpus Christi, here we come. <laughs> yo, if you're listening now, please email us your review of this, of this pay-per-view, and we will discuss it on the next uh, podcast. On the Payback or the uh, the next one? On Elimination Chamber. Well, let, let's pump that on socials uh, until we record again. I'm with it. All right. I'll hook it up. And uh, thank you to all of our listeners. We definitely appreciate you. Um, within the past couple of weeks, Cold Heat has been consistently one of the highest uh, streamed shows on the MDMA Lifestyle Wave. So we definitely appreciate all the support. Mm-hmm. Any uh, shout outs before we get out of here, big guy? And shout out to uh, Kevin Ashlegs. Kevin Ashlegs. Uh, shout out to the upcoming Kevin Owens rivalry. I think I'm gonna watch some Raws from that that era. Well, some matches. That, that would be dope for context. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Shout out to you. All right, man. Shout Keeping out to. This. What for being consistent? Well, for being consistent yourself and for keeping me consistent. I'm going to 
gonna tell you something I thought was funny off air, but um, yeah, shout out to everybody out here rocking with the wave. We appreciate y'all. Cold heat next week, we got uh, elimination chambers, so make sure y'all shoot us an email or shoot us a DM with y'all review, and we will read it on air. I am Triple J, that is Big Icy, and we will catch y'all next week for episode five. All right, hallelujah, holla back for sure.